Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Ion Veterans ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Welcome back to CBS Eye on Veterans. I'm your host, Navy veteran Phil Briggs. What you're about to hear is a conversation I had in a TV studio, sitting on a bar stool next to one of my idols. If you could count all the people our next guest has inspired, it would fill stadiums. And in fact, when his band plays, they do fill stadiums. But outside of drums and rock and roll, Rick Allen is an artist that is an inspiration to veterans everywhere. Because like many of our wounded heroes, he too has recovered from a life-altering injury. So it's my pleasure to introduce rock and roll Hall of Famer, Def Leppard drummer, and uh, a guy I'm a big fan of. Rick Allen, definitely. Thanks, cool, man. Thank you. Nice introduction. Thank you, Beautiful. man. Nice to meet you, buddy. Yeah, and you too. Well, before we get to why you're here, we had a lot to cover. You're mm-hmm. gonna, we're going to talk about the artwork that you have on display. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about uh, some of the projects you've been involved with that have inspired veterans. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to just kind of start because the incident that kind of makes this significant uh, is something very special to your past, and it's very special to those of us that have followed the band Def Leppard. Mm-hmm. And that is knowing that when you guys were at the top of the charts with Pyromania, yeah. uh, 80s, uh, you had a car wreck, and it cost you an arm. And as a drummer, you'd think that'd be like the end-all, be-all, but you bring something to the table when you talk to a wounded warrior that is so legitimate. Let's go back a little bit in time and share with me, like, you never once gave up. No, it's it's true. And and actually, when I first had my accident, uh, there was an air of, I just wanted to disappear and I didn't want to be around people and I didn't think I could do this anymore. Uh, but um, I think uh, the support of my family, uh, the support of um, the band, the band were great. You know, they kind of left it up to me, you know, mm. to make the call on you know, if I wanted to do this anymore. And, and of course, fans from all over the, the globe, you know, reached out and just gave me so much, so much love. You know, I, uh, I, I couldn't ignore that. And then um, that, that feeling of wanting to give up was kind of short-lived because for whatever reason, I, I discovered the, the power of the human spirit. And that really, that was a springboard into I was unstoppable. 
And um, I think the thing that helped me more than anything was to stop um, comparing myself to how I used to be and stop comparing myself to others and, um, and kind of realize how unique it was to be, to be playing drums the way that, uh, that, that I was. Yeah. So it was a combination of things. And, um, you know, I, I, I was inspired by, the, uh, by our Warriors uh, sort of quite a bit later. Uh, that was uh, sort of 2006. I remember visiting uh, Walter Reed Army Medical and I saw a lot of suffering, but I also saw a lot of potential and I'd done a lot of work on myself. So uh, I think they got a lot out of it. And shortly after that, uh, we refocused uh, from uh, general population to really concentrating on vets, and that's when Project Resiliency w- was born, mm. and that and that was that was something that really focused on on our vets. And you're so good. I can just tell as an entertainer, you've actually I don't even have to ask the questions. He's got ah. the next question every <laughs> single time. That's awesome. Um, I want to pick up on just one real quick thing you said uh, about recovering, and that is you didn't you stopped comparing your drum style to the way you used to drum. Yeah. And that's something that with our warfighters, it's so cool you can bring that to the table because I think so many guys end up, you know, after they've been in the mix and, you know, they wound up kind of spun up, they come back. They're probably still comparing themselves to them to their old self. Yeah. And a guy like you can really get in there with some legitimacy and be like, hey, man, I'm not just a textbook. I'm not just a clinician. I've been there and I had to quit thinking I'm going to drum like pyromania and I'm going to... Hey, it, create a new sound. It, it still comes up. I mean, you know, there are times when, man, you know, can you imagine how how I could play if I was still like, you know, my old self, my old physical self. But that's short-lived these days because then, you know, the compliments I get from the guys in the band and, um, you know, just, uh, just doing something um, in a way that is unique, mm-hmm. um, you know, the information was there in my head. It, it was, well, how do I, how do I channel this? How, how do I get everything else, else involved? And it was really interesting, the recovery process. I was very, uh, I was very uh, um, right-handed, uh, very uh, right-footed when it came to playing soccer or whatever. And then not so long after I got out of hospital, I realized that just naturally, I could kick with my left leg nearly as well as my right. And then all the information is like some of my left hand went into my right hand. So all that information, it was, it was sort of, I could express myself. And it was like hints of what my left hand used to do in all three other limbs. So it was, oh, really, it was cool. really, yeah. It was, like the brain just sort of takes over. Yeah, and, it was and, like and, a, yeah. almost like a natural response to, you know, to a traumatic situation. And it was like, you know, don't worry about it. We'll take care of you. And, mm. and, and that was interesting to experience that. And I can imagine the guys at Walter Reed hearing that and going, man, okay, that gives me hope because now I know I'll <clears> be able to do something similar, whether it's my leg, whether it's my arm, you know, my brain will rewire and I'll find a new definition of me. Um, new normal. Well, new normal is it. Uh, I've, 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 I've heard that term used. And uh, yeah. Uh, something else I like, because you're a rock star and you got a dark <laughs> sense of humor, uh, is another story I heard. And I know the military veterans, you know, we have a sick sense of humor too. Oh, yeah, I know. Tell me the story <laughs> about uh, 
the static electricity and like the oh, star God. and, oh, you and guys. like the nurse's leg oh, God. or whatever. Oh, tell, God. Come on, come on, you got to tell me that one. Uh, you like, heard that on Stern. I did. Yeah, I yeah, did yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, there, like a few a few weeks after I, I came round, there was still like a physical presence, almost like uh, static electricity. But I couldn't necessarily control where where my arm was. It was like I'd wake up in the morning and be you know over here. I'd wake up another time, it'd be over here. So it was just, I couldn't really control it. So I remember sitting there and the nurse is dressing my wounds. And, uh, you know, I, I could feel my arm was misbehaving. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't do anything about it. So I looked up and I said, uh, I, think, I, think my, I think my hand is up your, up your screen. <laughs> And she just looked at me and she said, I know. <laughs> oh, she could feel it too. Yes. Oh my God. Uh, it, was, it was really, that, yeah. Talk about giving a military veteran some hope. No, I, and, 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 you'll be able to do that, guys. No, I mean, you know, the addendum being, you know, it, it really wasn't me. Yeah, right. No, it wasn't. It was, it was just, uh, but then, uh, unfortunately, after, after a few weeks, that static electricity started to shrink back into my body. I still feel, you know, what what the the guys call, you know, phantom phantom, phantom pain. Yeah, I said yeah, phantom star. limb. Phantom yeah, limb. same thing. Um, but it's not an actual physical presence. So, okay. You know, so I was I was lucky to experience that. I mean, the physical <laughs> presence, <laughs> of course. Uh, you do. You're lucky to experience it. Either oh way. God, okay. <laughs> you're sick. They're lucky to experience <laughs> you when you started out at Walter Reed, and you ended up making Project Resiliency. Uh, we kind of hinted at it earlier. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about what it is. Uh, Project Resiliency is really, really just uh, concentrating more on the needs of our veterans. Um, it's um, sometimes more alternative uh, ways of uh, helping uh, people to heal. Uh, Equine-assisted uh, therapy is great. Um, uh, we've done ropes course, you know, team building exercises. Uh, breathing, meditation, diet is a big one also. Because a lot of the time, um, I find that uh, they're all jacked up on, on, on energy drinks. Uh, oh, and, and, yeah. and, and what we tried to do... The rippets. Yeah, what we tried to do was settle the nervous system by introducing, say, juicing. Or, you know, just kind of calming things down a little bit. And the few guys that I know uh, that adopted, um, you know, some of the uh, some of the things they experienced working with Project Resiliency, um, they were actually able to re start to reduce their meds, which was which was really impressive. I'm not I'm I'm not against it. I think I think the meds are important, but you know, it, it's meant to be more temporary and and sort of a stepping stone into a sort of a healthier way of life. And we'll be back with more from my conversation with Def Leppard drummer Rick Allen when CBS Eye on Veterans returns. Welcome back to CBS Eye on Veterans. I'm your host, Navy veteran Phil Briggs. Now recently, I had a chance to talk with Rick Allen. Most know him as the drummer for the legendary rock band Def Leppard. 
but less known is his work as an artist. In this next part of our interview, we'll talk about how Rick is using his artwork to help a very special veterans charity. And we'll pick back up at the part of the interview where Rick is talking about how he personally identifies with any combat wounded vet. They were actually able to re start to reduce their meds. Which was which was really impressive. I'm not I'm I'm not against it. I think I think the meds are important, but you know, it, it's meant to be more temporary and and sort of a stepping stone into a sort of a healthier way of life. Mm -hmm. And th and that's kind of what we what we promote. Which is cool because I mean, whether it was your injury or just generally being in rock and roll, I mean, we know that's a hazard of that industry. It, it and can people be. People self medicate, <clears throat> and it's cool to hear it from somebody like you that says, "Hey, I've also been there. Don't do that." No, or, I mean, or, I, you know, there's yeah. more than a prescription bottle that will help heal you. No, it's true. It's true, and I do understand. I understand uh, self medication. Um, that's a slippery slope. Um, I understand rage. I understand, uh, you know, all of the same thing. Isolation. Mm. Uh, as soon as I start to isolate, I know that, that that's, that's going to be a trigger at some point. Mm. So I have to stay active in the community. I have to keep, uh, you know, working uh, and being of service. And I think that that is a huge component. Now, where is Project Resiliency? Where does it take place? It can be it can be anywhere, but some of the the programs that we've implemented are uh, more California based. Okay, and you can find it at projectresiliency.org. Excellent. Now, other things you can find of yours online is this artwork, which we're here for, and right. uh, you get a couple gallery showings in the D.C. area, and in fact across the country. Tell me about art. Um, how did you get into doing that? Obviously, you're a drummer. You're on concert tours. Was this something you just chose to pick up in your spare time to fill the void when you're not playing music? Um, I, I actually came back around to it. Uh, as a kid, I was always really interested in, uh, in, in art and just creating, you know, just creating. And then I discovered music. Um, so, you know, that took a little bit of backseat. I started getting more into uh, photography. And then uh, more recently, uh, my youngest daughter, uh, I started painting with her and realized that uh, where she goes when she's painting, you know, in that in the moment and, and, and that really sort of heart based sort of activity where you can't think of anything, you're just in the moment. Mm -hmm. I, I, I went, that's exactly where I go when I play music. So why why can't I do that when I when I paint? And when I started to paint in that way of just being in the moment, that's when the magic happens. So, you know, it was, cool. uh, it's, it, I mean, it's great and it's a lot less physical than playing drums, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> is she a tough critic when you're painting with her? Oh, she, yeah. Oh, Daddy, yeah. that does not look like an octopus. That no, is no, no, she sounds like one of you. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I think it's very special that you key in on the fact that your mind does go somewhere. And, you know, we talk again, about the wounded warriors, or we talk about veterans in general, but you don't have to be wounded. You don't have to have had an injury. You don't even have to have like any specific reason because life doles out trauma and drama. Yeah. And being able to find that quiet place, find that activity that makes that part of your brain tick 
Yeah. is so cathartic and it just heals you. I think it's really important and we really encourage that. You know, um, you know, some vets uh, would be like, oh, I used to draw or I used to paint or I used to do this or I used to love going into nature or whatever. Right, right. All these things are great because it creates a situation that is either A, bigger than yourself or um, it creates a situation where you feel important again. You, 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 you're kind of, you know, reinventing yourself. And I think it's it's important to do that. You know, yeah. find other things that, that that make you feel good about yourself. It's sort of funny you say that. I was going to wear my grunt style shirt. No, today. it's great. I love it. And <laughs> and I kind of pride myself because, like, you know, as a Navy guy, I was not all that accomplished. I mean, you're not sitting next to a former admiral. That's for damn sure. <laughs> um, I, you know, I was an enlisted grunt, but uh, you know, I didn't have any major accomplishments. And and when I look back now, you know, I keep trying to judge myself. Like, well, was I a good this? Was I a good Navy guy? Was I a good journalist? And I realized that the title I wear most proudly more often than not is dad. And yeah. I wish more people got that, not just the veterans, but more people that are going through the stress of life realize that, hey, sometimes just being a dad, I mean, when I strut through the Home Depot and I can find stuff and I know mm. right where the weed killer is, or I, you no, know, I, absolutely. Can, I can find a wrench in under 10 minutes, I, I'm a, I'm a bad, bad man. You know what, <laughs> it, it, same, same goes for moms as well. It's like, you know, I, I really, uh, the term, just a housewife just really blows mm. me away because the times when my wife goes away and she works, uh, you know, um, she's a singer, songwriter, she's very talented. But um, when she goes away, I'm I'm both. And my daughter the other day, she accidentally called me mommy. And I said, I said, it's OK. <laughs> I said, you know what? When when daddy's away, mommy is mommy and daddy, you know. And we're we're a team, and that's how we roll, you know. So you know, I'll pick up I'll pick up the slack, you know, when, when mommy's not here. So it's cool. I'd love to see what uh, Rick Allen, the housewife, looks oh, God. like. That's uh... no one day she, she came downstairs. She said, "Daddy, I think you need to tidy the kitchen." <laughs> It's starting to look like a bachelor pack. I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, your art <clears throat> helps support Project Resiliency. Your art also helps people, uh, you know, just feel good when they can have a piece of your artwork. Uh, it's at the Wentworth Galleries this weekend in Washington, D.C. There's one in Tyson's Corner, Virginia, and uh, one in Montgomery County, Maryland. All right. Uh, at the uh, Montgomery Mall, Westfields Montgomery. Both really nice <clears throat> malls. Yeah. yeah. And I can honestly say there was a moment, my high school's right next to the mall where you're going to show in Maryland. And I'm not going to lie, there's a couple moments when you may have made me late for class, when you may have been <laughs> taking a couple fault, laps man. around the parking garage, yeah. listening to some Def Leppard back in the day, trying to... <laughs> trying to, try to put a make on something, you know. It was your fault, buddy. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Now, what you couldn't see there was uh, Rick putting his thumb and forefingers together like I was uh, smoking a little Mary Jane. And that was reaching over like I was trying to get a kiss. <laughs> Do you have a favorite piece that's in this collection that you're... Right now, I did a, a Neil Peart. Uh, right, right after when oh, I when I heard, yeah. you know, out of all the people, out of all the dramas, he's probably you talk about me being inspiring. You know, he inspired so so many dramas. Yeah, man, man, yeah. So so anyway, I did a I did a really nice big piece, and um, it's actually here in in, in DC. With oh, cool. Me, so hold the bidding on that one. I want to get in on that action because. Uh, 
I fancy myself a little bit of a drummer myself. So cool. I would like to. Uh, That's great. Do that, Rick Allen. I could talk all day, man. For all the stuff you've done for the veterans, uh, for all the stuff you've done in the mental health space, for helping us feel better, and uh, for all the inspiration you give through art, uh, I can't thank you enough. That's cool, man. I awesome. really appreciate it. Good to meet you, brother. All right, and you too. You can see all of Rick's artwork by going to WentworthGallery.com. And owning a piece of it will also help our veterans through the work of ProjectResiliency.org. You can also hear this full episode at ConnectingVets.com. Look in the audio section for CBS Eye on Vets. I'm Phil Briggs. Join me again next weekend for more great veteran stories on CBS Eye on Veterans. All right, so that does it for this week's show. Thank you for listening. Now, we'd love to hear from you, so follow us on Twitter at IonVeterans, or you can reach me at PhilBriggsVet. I'm always down to get your hot takes and spicy memes, and I'd love to talk to you every week, so please like and subscribe. Hell, even give us a review of the show, because the comments and reviews really help us tailor the show to you. Again, I'm Phil Briggs, Navy veteran and reporter with ConnectingVets.com in Washington, D.C. And I look forward to talking to you again on another episode of CBS Audio's Eye on Veterans. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Eye on Veterans ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Devaya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did, what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because... Even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad free on Wondery Plus.